Hi, friend. My name is Addison, Jasmine's podcast editor. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show, a conversational business podcast where we discuss how you can build the business of your dreams and use it as a vehicle to build a life that you love. Our team is so excited about today's episode because honestly, it was pretty spontaneous. With a team of 20, not a lot of our business is spontaneous these days. In fact, Jasmine typically has every minute of every day planned to the max to ensure she gets everything done before dinner with her family. But this, this was different. Just a couple of weeks ago, Jasmine sent a completely spontaneous text to everyone who was opted in to receive text messages from her. The text told them she would be answering their questions live for the next 30 minutes on Zoom. And before we knew it, people actually showed up. And that, my friend, is what you're going to hear today. Before we get into the episode, I do want to let you know that if you're bummed you missed out on the spontaneous Q&A, join Jasmine's text community at jasminestar.com forward slash text me. It is a completely free way for her to connect with you, and perks include random inspirational messages, dad jokes, and of course, random exclusive Q&A sessions that are only sent to those opted in. If this all sounds like something you dig, head to jasminestar.com forward slash text me to send Jasmine a text and get in on it. Now, without further ado, let's listen in on this amazing Q&A session. Hi. Hi. My name is Stephanie, and I empower the heck out of women to have confident and incredible births uh, with their birth partner. So my question, though, has to do with the business side of things, which is I just recently hired my first VA a couple weeks back, and I realized I probably need some help leading in that role. And so I'm wondering what kind of recommendations you have as a leader to help my VA do what I'm expecting her to do, like get it from my brain to her. <laughs> and have that be really clear. So we have to understand that every teammate from virtual assistant to full-time employee, they will never be in your brain because no one is in your brain. So your objective as a leader, the most powerful leaders empower people to anticipate what their needs are. But the way that you do that is that it takes time in the beginning to train this person what you want them to do and to think like you. So Christy is our podcast host. But Christy also was the driving force of how we started the social curator social accounts. I couldn't though just turn everything over to Christy and say, okay, run with it because she's not in my head. It took us about two months where we would sit down and I would approve every single post and we would make amendments. So how then would this work? I would sit down, follow the social curator caption categories and then I would say, okay, these are the things I think we should be talking about. We would talk and riff about the words and phrases that we think our dream customer would resonate with. And like when it comes to talking about song references, we don't want to reference Journey or we don't want to reference, you know, like, I don't know, Chicago. We want to reference things that our dream customer would know references to. Perhaps Gilmore Girls, perhaps Friends, perhaps music by Rihanna, who hasn't created a song in like 15 years. But that's the age demo of where we want our dream person to be. So what we would do is framework it that way. She would write all the captions. I would go back in a doc and start correcting or having feedback. So the goal for us, the training would be, I'm going to show you. So when, when we were creating this in a doc, I would leave it in suggestion mode so that she can go through and see what I'm doing. And then when she approved those suggestions, she was essentially teaching herself the things that I needed to do or I wanted her to do. After those two months, and I don't even know if it actually took a full two months, she was off to the races. 
And I don't even have to look at anything anymore. And in case there's a question, she might pop in here and there. Now, again, there are different team members on the team where I had to abdicate some of those responsibilities. And I just felt like it would take some training where we would sit down. So for instance, on Clubhouse, I have somebody on Clubhouse with me, one of our content creators. And what I needed her to do would be to say, what are the common themes that you're at, that people are asking on Clubhouse? Because what I want to do is start creating blog posts for the social curator blog to answer those questions for searchability so I can work smarter not harder. Then what I needed to do is I said, I need this done. I need tracking of questions. Then I need you to outline how I answered those questions, put up a draft blog post. Then what I'll do is I'll go back and I'll read that blog post, add corrections as needed. Sometimes, no, this is the last and final tip when it comes to something that might be a little complicated is I will create an SOP, standard operating procedure. I will record myself what I'm doing on a screen and then say, here's the video. Do you have any questions? And if at that time she does not have any questions in the future, when she has a question, you say, was it not answered in the SOP? If it was not answered in the video, we can ask it. But if it's answered in the video, then that's what I need you to cite moving forward. That way, when your virtual assistant hopefully elevates within your organization, you don't have to teach another person the same thing that you already taught your other VA because you made the video. Now all things go back to, oh, did you see the video? Are there any other questions that are not covered in the video? Great. And if that video needs to be updated, guess what, Stephanie? You've worked yourself out of being the owner of all SOPs because the person you trained will give that video to somebody else. And if it's incomplete, guess who's making the next SOP? Your VA, not you. So in the beginning, you got to slow down to speed up, but this is empowering your team to get inside of your brain and start anticipating for things to come. So at the time of this recording, Christy has been totally busy with a thousand other things. I have been busy with a thousand other things. We had a reminder, five minutes to hop on this call. She's like, I'm so glad you remember to get on this call. We haven't touched base about it. She's like, if you didn't show up, this is what I was going to do, or this is what I was going to plan. And I was like, add a girl. That's when you know somebody's already, and I said she's like her cat. She has, she has a cat, Stevie and Freddie. I was like, you're, you're better than your cats. You always land on your feet. Like you got nine lives, ain't nothing gonna ruffle your feathers. So Stephanie, how does that feel? First and foremost, we're gonna slow down to speed up. Secondly, what we're gonna do is we're going to answer any questions. Then we're gonna make an SOP. And the only time you're gonna be updating that SOP is if it didn't address things in the beginning. Now you're gonna work smarter, not harder, work harder in the beginning so that you're building the system thereafter. How does that feel? That feels great. In fact, it gives me some ideas thinking I'm probably handing her a little too much at first instead of making oh. clear basically what I need step by step. So thank you. Oh, I absolutely, I absolutely love that. I appreciate you very much, doll. My name is Kelsey. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Good. Nice to chat with you again. Good to um, chat with you. I, my business is called Simplified Gifting, and I help small businesses create gifts to leave a wow lasting impression mm. with their clients. So you once, in all your tidbits of great information, said, if you change the invitation to the party, you should tell them. So I kind of been making a pivot with Simplified Gifting, where at first it was a subscription service to help with general gifting, but I'm pivoting to help specific small business owners for client gifts. So okay, so pause. So number one, number one, thank you for showing up consistently because she's like, good to chat with you again. So she's <laughs> deploying on the advice that was given early on. So this is like chapter two. And what I want to make sure that she's like really drilling home is I had encouraged her that if you're going to change the invitation, 
invitation. If the party is going to change, you have to let people know that you changed. So I want to make sure that when we're talking about parties and invites, we know what we're talking about. So she's talking about pivoting her business. As a business owner, if you're pivoting your business, you can't expect your followers to stick along for the ride because they came to one party. She's saying her followers came to one party where she's a subscription box distributor. And then she's just saying, you know what? I'm pivoting to now custom boxes on demand. But now the question is, do I say like post to start posting to my new ideal client, which is a small business owner who wants to make that impression through gifts or, and then people leave as they wish, or do I like make an announcement and make it a big thing? Like this is the new party. Come and celebrate. Woohoo. Okay. So this question is really great because it's extraordinarily tactical and granular. So at the end of the day, you're essentially selling the same thing, but in a different way. You went from subscription to orders. You didn't go from subscription gift boxes to selling orange juice. So what we need to do is just kind of just pivot the content. And the good thing is that you're pivoting into a model that most people already understand. Most people don't really understand the model of a subscription gift box because most people are not like, I really want to send that person a gift once a quarter or once a month. It's more event driven. So the fact that you're pivoting your business into what the market is already accustomed to, it's going to be a much easier shift. So in your particular case, the advice that I would give would be to occasionally, if you want, talk about how you were once a subscription, but you're really into gift giving or just 110 miles per hour, go in the direction of your dream customer because I think it's going to be faster for them to connect the dots. All about going faster and working smarter along the way. So Yes, yes, Kelsey, it's good chatting with you. I look forward to future conversations to see what chapter three looks like. Oh, it'll be great. (laughs) It will be. It's going to be better than you think. Yes. Okay. Eugenia, it's good to see you. Good to see you too. Um, I'm Eugenia. I'm a podcast manager. I help coaches, speakers, and authors launch and grow their podcasts so they can grow their visibility without all the hassle. Um, We actually spoke at the end of July. I was talking about how I was transitioning from being a podcaster to now being a podcast manager. You suggested uh, tested the waters for six weeks and my audience loved the new content. Uh, I'm focusing on engagement and... Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. There's just too much happening here. Let's slow your roll because I know you're Latina and I listen as fast as I talk, but there's other people. I'm like, I don't want to miss the gravity of what just happened here. Okay, we're talking to somebody who's raising her hand to testify that the advice worked when she did the work. So let's just pause there. And like, let's let that sink in that the advice that was given is test for six weeks, aka the most unsexy, unglamorous, unfun work. Test for six weeks. And now she's coming back and she's saying the audience loved it. Now, I am not happy that her audience loved it. I would be just as happy if her audience thought it was terrible because the test proved the direction she should go. So as we listen and advice is given, are we willing to do the things that aren't that fun or glamorous to get the results that we want? Okay, so doll, let's go back in. What you were saying, I think it's super important and something I learned is that you need to, as business owners, we need to focus on growth and quality relationships more than engagement because even my views have dropped, my account has grown a lot and I get Good. people that I like. So. Good. I, that's a, a great lesson. However, I am not getting 
business from it. I know mm-hmm. it's a it's a patience game, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. I'm building relationships. So mm-hmm. I would like your advice on two things. First, managing expectations when it comes to closing sales, and number two, of course, I want to be everywhere and do all the things. And I feel like Social Curator has all the tools for it, but I be I want to be effective on the right platforms. Mm-hmm. and and I would like to map out a strategy that's sustainable. Okay, so everybody, like, I just feel like, girl, you need to take a deep breath because you said we spoke in July and at the time I said test for six weeks. So if we spoke in the middle of July, which I think we did because at the beginning of the month is a national holiday, there's a good chance we did it in the middle of July, which means if you went six weeks, we're now at the top of September. Am I right? So what you're essentially asking is the content that I'm doing that people are loving, I'm getting more followers and people that I actually like, but I'm not closing deals. And I'm like, honey, we just got done with the test. So, so, so we also have to understand that the game you got in, the game that you love, the game that lights you up and that an audience clearly likes is a game for the one percenters. Because social media, the barrier to social media is so low. You got some fingers, you got one eye, you could be posting. When it comes to creating content for a podcast, the production is actually what most people think is the most complex, but in all reality is the easiest, especially if they're working with you because they turn it over. The difficulty is creating consistent long form copy. The difficulty is creating a system and a discipline for them to create content on the regular. The difficulty is for them to actually move past the mindset that they are enough to create a podcast. And darling, I cannot wait for you to share the technical aspects of what it is that you do. But the truth of the matter is, is that your content is going to have to drill down to be dealing with stuff that you actually probably don't like. You're going to be essentially teaching people, number one, how to outline podcasts, how to build a schedule to record your podcast, how to show up when you're not feeling like enough, how to create content when you feel like you're not sure what you could be talking about. You actually have to become a content creator of sheer ideas for future customers. And doll, that is not a six-week game. That's not even a six-month game. I am talking about for you to get the wheels on your business and start doing six and seven figures. It's the long, long game. And I don't say that for any other reason than for me to invite you and challenge you and say, do you love it that much to be hitting the game in that capacity? Because you got to love it a heck of a lot to know that the game that you got into, that transaction point is probably people who love you right now. You're probably going to get your first hot lead in July, 2022. Lead, right? So then we have to ask ourselves, am I okay with that. And guess what? There's not a right or wrong. If you got in the game and then you realize, you know what? Actually, this is not for me. That's great because you could use your skill set somewhere else where you start getting fulfilled in the exact same way, but maybe not being responsible for turning and converting what is your passion into your business. You can use your passion and your skill set to serve somebody else. Maybe you become somebody's singular podcast producer and that becomes your income and maybe you do a couple side hustles here and there. Or maybe you get on somebody else's team or maybe you get into a podcast production house and you become one of the cogs of many cogs in there. Or maybe you're just like, you know what? I just love this as a side hustle, but I can also do something else. I don't know, but the good news is there's lots of paths for you to pursue. But the first thing you need to pursue is are you in the long, long game? And if you are, 
great. And if you're not, great. It's just that it's like a recalibration of expectation. That's really good. And I needed to hear that because I'm willing to play the long game, but I, I also want fast results. That's very mm-hmm. millennial of me. The Uber, <laughs> I want everything like Uber, 15 minutes <laughs> at my door, but I'm willing to wait. I absolutely positively love this. And it reminds me of a scene from like Veruca Salt in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original. It's like, but daddy, I want a new Palumpa and I want it now. Daddy, I want a podcast producing company and I want it now. And then her dad says, Veruca, sweetheart, darling, I'm shelling peanuts. It's like, all I'm telling you is like, I'm doing what I can. Okay, I will try to find you the golden ticket. Now, now that I know what your intentions are and you want results, I'm going to hone in on something. Because I don't want you to beat around the bush and like no BS. You said, I want results quick. Do you or do you want money? Because if you want results, pick a homegirl who you know, like, and trust, who's willing to do the work, and she becomes your beta. That's what I'm doing now. Great. I I have two beta clients. Good. Okay, then good. Then you do want the results and you want the quick results, and that's great. So then we just need to focus that right now your mindset is growth for leads and results. We're not looking at monetization or we are, but it's not under the thumb that that's what it means to be successful. I, I love what you're doing. I love how you're showing up. I'm happy we got recalibrated and your husband can send me the bill for the therapy. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have to let everybody know I am in my DMs. Um, her husband sent me a DM. Like, it was so odd that I get a DM of a photo and he's like, my wife is on a computer watching what it is that you do. He's like, thanks for pushing her along. And I was like, okay, number one, good husband award. Uh, number two, he has some good photography, iPhone photography skills. And then number three, that move brought her to top of mind. And so when she sends me a DM, I was like, oh, this is cute husband girl and podcaster and podcast producer. So um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for showing up consistently. You're the best. I'll see you inside of the community. Thank you so much. Thank you, doll. Hi, it's nice to see you. My name is Kristen. I'm a physician and life coach, and I'm in a weird place right now where I'm kind of, I'm changing who I want to be serving and even like what my interests are. And I'm starting to have a lot of fear about people, like maybe I'm the only one who is going to want what I want to create, if that makes any sense. And Mm -hmm. I'm starting to feel like, do I need to change my interests or kind of dilute who I am in order to serve my client? Or is it okay that I lean into like who I'm becoming and just do that? If that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. But if you allowed me to speak candidly, you know, the answer to your question. Yeah. I, I mean, yes, I think that my, the answer that comes up for me is that I should just do what I love. And there's probably one other person who likes it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think that there's an, in, an inner critic in there that feels like I need permission or right. validation about it. Mm-hmm. So Kristen, you have the permission. And if you want me to scribble it on a post-it note, <laughs> you can send me a DM with your address and I'll send you a handwritten note. So you keep it somewhere where you could see that if you're waiting for permission, I'm nice enough to give it to you, but nobody else in the world will. Nobody's that nice. There are very few people who care about how you feel. It's just like facts. Mm -hmm. And the minute that we realize that the only person who will ever give us permission to do something that truly lights us up and is truly a self-reflection is you. So you came on and you asked a question you already knew the answer to, not wanting the answer because you know what's truth with a capital T. You wanted it in a permission slip. And I'll do you a solid. 
I'll give you permission and I'll send you a slip too. And you think I'm joking and I'm not. Send me a DM. I'll send you a note. However, the thing that I really want to take away from this is not that there's an inner saboteur, not that there's an inner critic, not that you're self-sabotaging, none of that. Because that's old school. We know that to exist. So when we're cognizant and aware of it, we're actively choosing, I will listen to you or I will listen to you. I will listen to the beast or I will listen to the angel. So if you decide to listen to the angel, then what we're really, really asking is, are you okay creating something for one person? Are you okay doing something for sheer and utter joy and pleasure and passion without the expectation of monetization? Because what's going to happen is if you're like, oh, Jasmine gave me the permission. I have this note and it's right here on my laptop and I can do anything. And then you do anything. And then for six or eight months, nobody pays any attention. And then after six or eight months, one person buys the smallest thing that you could possibly offer. And then you wonder, should I be doing this thing? Well, the question is, are you doing it because you're passionate or are you doing it because it's a good business? Two different things. The dream world is that the two intersect. But if in reality, you realize that your passion is just something that you do and that you love and he lights you up, do that, be untethered to the results and then find another way to monetize differently. We just have to ask ourselves, are we okay doing something for the passion and joy? If one other person likes it and if the answer is then yes, then how do we then contextualize getting paid for it or not? That's perfect. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you so much, Jasmine. I appreciate it. I want to take a second and just say thank you because you asked a question that very few people have the courage to ask. And so by you being a vessel here, there's so there's tens of thousands of people who are going to listen to your question and feel seen and known and heard. So thank you for being courageous and thank you for asking questions that very few people will. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Um, last time I saw you was at the social media marketing world conference. Um, current social curator member since October of last year. Uh, I'm a founder and then I'm also a digital marketer for small businesses. And I've been really using the tools and ha everything has been really helpful. And then from last month's um, strategy, we were working on DMs. And I did have a question related to my brand at Awayu. Um, handmade bags from Colombia and I gifted you one. Um, and so I'm wondering how I can attract more ideal customers now that I'm pivoting into wellness with, um, yoga mat straps, uh, from our, from comments to our DMs. Um, so kind of just bringing those leads in, um, from other posts, comments and stuff like that. Just kind of like I could bring leads that could either yoga instructors or yogi, um, people interested in yoga in general. So number one, I totally remember you. You handed me the bags when we, I was standing in line doing a meet and greet. I totally, I totally remember you. I totally remember you. So now if I understand the question properly, you are now pivoting into, are you talking about like yoga mat coverings or it's just something for yoga mats? Yoga mat straps. So kind of like what you're using for a, for a bag, but just for the yoga mat straps. Oh, the straps, the straps. Yes. So you're talking like, how do I make these conversions in DM? Yes, from passion now heading to wellness and now just talking really more to yoga instructors and then yogis as well. You know what? Here's the thing, Maria. I'm going to invite you or challenge you because how I see it is like you're not pivoting into wellness. I think that you're in fashion. You're just doing a different fashion accessory. You're moving from purses into yoga straps, which is basically 
a strap for a yoga purse. Like I use a strap. I have a yoga mat. Like to me, it's still fashion, but for a slightly different demographic. So I wouldn't put a hurdle that's unnecessary there. Like you need to sell something fashionable for yogis, period. So then if I were you, I would just spend a ton of time. Pick your top favorite yoga hashtags. Now here's the thing. There's different yoga practitioners. There is a yoga studio in New York City called Y7 and they are strictly, you practice yoga to hip hop. Oh my God. If you have not done a flow to Biggie Smalls, you are not living your life. Okay. And then you have practitioners who go on week long retreats to Costa Rica. Of those two yoga practitioners, I would guess that the people who are doing more holistic, natural, travel-related yoga would be more inclined to buy your strap. Not always, but generally speaking, I think that would be the case. So what we want to do is really hone down into smaller yoga hashtags that are pre-qualifying who we think our customer is. So there's a hashtag that was started by um, an Instagrammer called Yoga Girl, and it's like yoga... Yeah, yoga every damn day. Hey, talk to me like I don't know. So if you believe, because what she does is she teaches those international workshops. If you believe her followers are exactly who you should be connecting with, then I would spend one to two days a week just going through her comment section and responding to people who have questions. You're not selling your strap. You're just getting notoriety and being noticed on somebody else's very popular account, not by pitching, not by selling, not by saying, come look at my account, but simply giving nice, wonderful feedback. And someone's like, oh, who is this person responding? And then they go to your Instagram account like, oh, what a great strap. And the beauty about what it is you sell, it's like a product. I'm guessing, how much is your product? Is it less than $49? Yes, $42.99. Okay, that's great. That's good. It's kind of like 49 is a threshold for a lot of people. That becomes like a a no-brainer kind of buy. And so somebody's there and they quickly see something and they're like, oh, this is actually quite great. If they don't buy, but you're having wonderful, helpful, consistent content on your feed, they might follow, which is great because after then at that time, you can go through your follower list and just start sending DMs to your followers, which is not a cold lead. It's a warm lead because they're already familiar with what it is that you do. Now, you're not going to go in with a hard right hook. Like, guess what? It's Labor Day or get back to school or it's Halloween or it's Christmas. No, no, no. You're just going to go in and be like, hey, I found this really great breathing meditation for seven minutes. I thought you might enjoy it. And then you send them a YouTube link that has nothing to do with your business. And someone who's like, whoa, this person sent me a breathing meditation for seven minutes that has nothing to do with the product she sells. She cares about me. That's it. Sale done. It's just not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. But again, that's the long game and it's not sexy and it's not glamorous, but my God, it pays back in dividends. Yeah. I think I've been doing that over the past few months, doing live with other people doing even breath work for like cross promoting each other and that it has been really helpful but my follow-up question and that's it is so even though I'm the face of the brand and I'm the founder um, the brand is really all about the artisans in Colombia who make the bags and the straps and so 10% of our profits go back to them so how can I frame it from a way of how we're promoting our brand and not making it seem like it's about me you know because I'm not who's providing the product um I'm the one making But Maria, but Maria, you are. You are. Okay. <laughs> your customers are going to buy on the back of you and your team, probably your state-based team who's reaching out to them. People buy for connectivity. They buy less for purpose. There was a time when Tom's 
and they did their buy one, get one. It was like a big, wow, nice thing. Bomba socks. It's a wow, but it's a nice to have. It's not a reason to buy. If I'm in the market for yoga straps and one company produces very similar yoga straps stateside and one produces them abroad and one is $5 cheaper, I'm going to be connected to the person who's seen me. And I'd be willing to pay more. I'd be willing to pay $42.99 for a yoga strap instead of $39.99 for a yoga strap if I'm connected to it. The fact that 10% does go back and do something good is awesome. It's great. It's not the reason in and of itself that somebody decides to buy. So I would lead with you in your team defining personal high touch in addition to supporting women working in South America. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you a thousand times over. That wasn't too bad for a completely spontaneous Q&A session. Am I right? If you'd like to be notified of another Zoom Q&A and receive inspirational text messages from Jasmine, head to jasminestar.com forward slash text me to shoot her a text. Then you two will be like Thelma and Louise, but, you know, without the guns. Anyways, until next time, we'll talk or text with you soon. 